Hey, hey, we're here an hour early because we're so excited to talk about word choices. We wanted to get out there as quickly as possible so you can choose the best words. We've been talking about all week, and we're going to talk right now about our discoveries of the week. It's my favorite episode of every week because I learned so much during the week, and I can't wait to share it with you and Tom as well. Here we go. Right now on today. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Sorry, Tom, I screwed that up on you. Man, I would just need to fire the production person. That's all. The production person, the, no, you were doing it right. I, we have a, two words that end it, and then you know it's time to go, and I didn't do that. So <laughs> there was that pause, and it's like, hmm, maybe he's yeah. done. I dropped uh, the ball. Good morning, everyone. And just in case you didn't know, welcome to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast, where we will continue our conversation around our topic. And our topic all week has been word choices. And today, one of Bob's favorite shows every week is our Discoveries of the Week, where we get to share a little bit about what we've learned from a week where we talked about word choices and why it matters, the words we value, words possibly to eliminate, and the difference between words versus actions. I thought that was a great conversation yesterday. Yes. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, you might want to go back and listen to episode 578, Words versus Actions. I thought it was a really good conversation. So how are you doing this morning, Bob? Tom, I could not be better if you gave me a bowl of non-perials. Yeah, that's how good it is. Dark chocolate, by the way. Okay. Well, that's good you? to hear. I am you? doing well also. And good. I look forward to our conversation today. Um, I do too. I think that it will, uh, it'll be interesting, interesting conversation to see what you've discovered. And before we dive into our discoveries of the week, we start each morning with our celebrations. What are you celebrating today, Bob? I'm celebrating brutal honesty. Because in the last 12 hours, I've had two people that I really appreciate and respect provide me with some brutal honesty that I needed to hear in both cases. Doesn't make me happy always, but the fact that I have people in my life that can be brutally honest with me and tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear, is really helpful in the end. Doesn't always make me happy in the moment. But when I reflect on it in a day or a week or a month later, it's like, boy, I really appreciate that this person said this to me. It really, really helped me see things in a new light. Okay. I've, I've, left, I've left you speechless. No, I just was, I was trying to decide whether I was going to go down this path or not. You're free it, to go down the path. Go ahead. Because we were talking about word choices, it was interesting you used the word brutally clearly defines it differently and likely brings you to a different point. And then uh, you said something about something you need. 
even though you don't want it or something like that. Yeah. I don't know that we need it. Just as something that was well, said. No, to impact. I, I think if we're going to get better, we need people to provide their outside perspective. And in both mean? these in both these cases, people did it by choosing the words carefully. I think they both chose their situation pretty well. And I I appreciate that people care about me that much. You know, I haven't always had that. I haven't always had people that, you know, I've had a lot of people in my life that are just like, yeah, you know, you're so good. Go, 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 go. Uh, people now that challenge me to be better, to hold up my word, to, to be the person I told them I wanted to be. So you were bad before? Not bad, just not. You know, in both these cases, I said I wanted to be a certain way. And these people called foul when I did something that was a field of that, that I didn't see. Is that necessarily better? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> or is it just different? It's different. Because what does better mean? You know, the hard part of this, Tom, is talking about these things that involve my personal life without talking about my personal life. That's where it gets complicated. One, I'm one not talking about that at all. But they're both very similar. When you use the word better, what are you doing? But I, I understand. But don't, don't you think we want to be a better self each day? I certainly want to be better today than yesterday. I'd like to do this program better than yesterday. I don't want this to just be a program. I want to constantly improve. I think most of us want to constantly improve. So looking for a better me makes sense. Wow, okay. can you tell me I'm in a can you tell me a feisty mood? I can feel it. <laughs> I'm just curious of when we choose to use the word better, what are we doing? We're we're judging. Interesting. Does so, judging so help us move I, forward? Is judging help or judging help us get stuck? We're I, talking about word choices here. It's why I was debating of whether I would go down this path, and I chose to go down the path. I I allowed it, so it's on me. That's just something for you to think about. Is the some of the words you chose and all of that that you described likely has an impact on what's real for you in the moment. And I believe that if we are choosing words that force us or have forced us to judge ourselves and our actions, of which we can no longer change, we can do differently. That slows us down. Just my thought. Okay. I want to jump in. I'm not trying to change the topic why I actually am, but I'm going to jump in anyway. Um, Izetta Tom says, uh, I'm sorry, Isizetta, I don't know if I got that right, says, good morning, Tom, I can't hear you. Now, I think I that was right at the start. Fine. Hmm? I think it was at the start, might have been when you were talking. Okay, gotcha. Something like that. Right. Yes. Thank you for that. Welcome to the program. Yeah, Izetta is uh, someone who's worked in the nonprofit industry for a long time that I had the okay. chance to meet in the last year. Super wonderful person uh, that it was a real pleasure for me to have a chance to get to know. Lots of your friends coming around on LinkedIn Live. Eh, you know, 
They like that. LinkedIn Live! I'm not sure they like it as much as you do. You, you like it too. <laughs> you clearly like that as our social media of choice. <laughs> Anyhow, so what I'm going to celebrate yes. is I'm going to celebrate your willingness to put up with me. Because <laughs> over 579 episodes, I have probably asked you more questions that have likely caused you to be uncomfortable and your willingness to look at, listen to them and try to discover how that those questions have impacted you. I appreciate very much. That's my celebration. It's, it's the perfect celebration. It's timely as well. And I'm sure you know that. Thank you. Yes. It's, it's, it's been something I, um, clearly, <laughs> I don't even know what to do. So what, since you don't know what to do, what do we have for our renegades this morning? We've got from the book, The Renegade Way. I love the author. This guy, he is so crisp and clear with what he's saying. I I, I don't know how it didn't win the Pulitzer. So he Maybe paid attention to word choices. He submitted, you know. So he's very focused on word choices then. I would say so. Okay. So what do we have? If you don't know, the author is me. So that was totally awkward, but you're going to do it. I'll do what I do. So most of us have blinders on when it comes to making decisions about our business. We focus on what's right in front of us where we become emotionally involved in the situation. Emotions mangle our ability. Ooh, look at that. There's a word choice, mangle. Mangle our ability to make smart business decisions. Being able to talk to another renegade who has figured it out for himself or herself can point out when we go astray, clear obstacles in our path, or help us reach our destination far faster than we can alone. Like a good GPS, fellow entrepreneurs and business leaders can improve the journey. Or change Renegade way. May or may not be an improvement. That book would be really flat if we took out all the adjectives <laughs> and all the judgments. <laughs> it would be about three sentences. You mean like the word flat? <laughs> yes. oh That's God. part of my discovery of the week as we dive Tom into. Rush is a runaway train. He wants no judgment of anything anywhere, which makes it impossible to do anything. Oh. How was your meal, Mr. Graham? I can't really say. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because I'm trying not to judge anything. <laughs> well, I think there's a, a, a I think there's a difference <clears throat> with something like your meal. Because I don't think that it's going to slow you. The, the only thing it might do is keep you from coming back to that restaurant. I think the challenge is when we use them for ourselves or on others. Because a meal, you know, if I say the meal wasn't any good to myself, or maybe to the people I was with. Now, it depends if I share it to the person who owns the restaurant or the chef. That's going to have an impact. <clears throat> and yet the meal isn't going to care. The hamburger that you have is not going to be upset at you because you I were, or it's not going to order a hamburger. I know you're a hamburger guy. Dude, I pay attention. Come on. That's impressive. <laughs> We've only eaten out like twice. How many times have we talked about eating out on this show? Ever? Well, we talked about it a lot at the, your 
the local pizza place that you used to frequent where you oh, didn't yeah. have to order. They walked in and he would tell you exactly. And he would have your, he said the usual, you'd be like, yep. And he'd make it. I pay attention. You had to go there. Right. Thanks. I know you like pizza. <laughs> the hits just keep coming today. One after another. <laughs> but what if, what if Tom, two people were to judge something that they experienced and because of that judgment, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, a perfect sales call. So you and I go out and we do a sales call and we get in the car afterwards and go, oh my God, that was so perfect. You said exactly the right thing. You gave me the pen right at the right time. The power point was perfect. And because of that shared experience, it actually propels them forward. Isn't that a good thing? Well, considering you use the word perfect, right? I did. Good. Because, because th there are things that can be perfect. Really? Like what? They could never be different. Here's the challenge I have with that. It's like someone was once explaining to someone who had, who they were, was not showing up for things because they had the worst headache ever. One week. Ah, funny. Next week, worst headache ever. Next week, worst headache. At what point does worst ever hold any meaning at that point? And I think that that's the one thing as we think about is if you think you had the perfect sales call, why make another? Or you're going to go in and do the exact same thing the next time, expecting the exact same results. And what's the likelihood that that's going to happen? So I think there's I think there's the opportunity to learn from those things. That sales call went really well. Okay, well, what went as planned or what went well? Here are the things that went well. What didn't go as planned? Uh, you know, actually, I can't really think of any at the moment. Okay, so what might I do differently? Well, I might do the same thing, although the customer is different. And some of the same things are not saying the exact words that I said in that same sales call might be the process I used. I did a lot of research on the company. I did a lot of research on the people we were meeting. So I had information that was really valuable. So, and I was able to answer the questions that they had different than the questions that the other, the last sales call had, because they're different people. And so I think that that's where I, that's where I'm coming from is not, is the, the judgment is that, oh, perfect. I have it locked up. Don't need to change a thing. Or it was the worst sales call ever. Likely, the next one will not go exactly the same way. And if you only think about how the last one was the worst or the last one was perfect, my thought is you're not going to be prepared for the next one. What do you think about that? You can argue. I'm actually looking forward to that. I'm trying to think through it. And um, my first thought is that if we're not trying to improve ourselves, and that's that. a judgment, but that's a judgment. Improving ourselves requires a judgment. I, I, in school, A, B, C, D, F, that's a judgment. If I get a B and I want to get an A, that's a judgment. Yes, the teacher judged me, or I can judge myself. I know it's I a learning opportunity. I got a B. It could but be a learning opportunity. 
I think it's important for us to be striving to improve. And that requires a judgment. There's mm. no way around it. I think it, it, I think it requires a measurement, an evaluation. So a, a looking back at how did it go? And while that that's may be a judgment, judgment your, your questions are leading to a judgment. I just think the use of the word. What's your judgment, first question? Well, here's my here's my point. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about last week, mm -hmm. when you lead to a judgment to me, in my mind, that is and this is why word choices are important for what's real for us. I'm only trying to share what's real for me so that others can contemplate the impact that has on them. I just believe that a judgment is a final decision on a result that we receive. That okay. limits the opportunity to learn from that. Because I think we get stuck in the celebration if it was great or frustration and uncertainty if it didn't go as planned. That's my, that's what's real for me. It might not be real for you. That's okay. I'm still, I'm still wrestling with it. I just think it's, we should probably do what we uh, set out to do. And you know, it's my favorite episode of the week. So we should probably get to our discoveries. And we weren't sharing that in the moment. Okay. What's yours? What's your discovery of the week? <laughs> <laughs> My discovery of the week is that words and actions go hand in hand. I thought about this a lot last night, that you can't really just have words and you can't really just have actions. They really go hand in hand. We talked about it yesterday. We debated whether words were more important than actions. And I think I said actions were more important than words. But I thought about it last night because I had taken some actions and I put some words down in certain places and I realized where the words and the actions aligned. That was really the most, um, the most powerful. So for instance, it was someone's birthday yesterday. I gave them something for their birthday and I wrote a note to go with it. I think the action of giving them this little stack of cookies that they like would have been perfectly fine, but I think the note added something to that. Okay. So it would have been perfectly fine. <laughs> Whoa, there's a judgment. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just repeating. I can't believe those words came out of your mouth. I, I was just repeating what you said. I yeah. was not judging. I know. It was just interesting to even hear those words find their way out of your mouth. And then what did you say? I don't remember. Then he said, but. So does that mean it wasn't really perfectly fine or it was or. Uh, I, and that's part of my discovery of the week, or, which I think has been a discovery actually for me for the last two years, is that. Uh, the word choices we have. If we if someone else is truly listening or we are truly listening can have a significant impact on the meaning that we convey. And I think so often we don't consider that. And then when someone, crazy people like me, truly listen 
and hear those words, they get confused about the message that they are receiving. And so maybe, you know, maybe a discovery is, I need to stop listening so intently. Maybe. That's not what I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose to continue to listen intently in an effort to better understand not only what are people saying and then what also is, as we talked about yesterday, what are the actions behind that, that, that sort of confirm or reconfirm the message that they're trying to convey. And in listening to them, it's also about what they're trying to say, because sometimes we're not accurate with our word choices. Because it's, you know, I know for me at times I've done it on this program. It's like, the idea is up here, but I can't find the words to express it the way I want to express it. So I fumble through another way and it's kind of derivative. And that can be, that can make communication more difficult. I mean, I think ultimately the people that we get closest to are the people that we have a language that works for the two of us or the four of us. I think that's what you see in committees. I think that's what you see in boards. I think that's what you see in leadership of of a company or an organization where they start to talk about the same things. The word consistency means the same thing to all of them. The, the, um, I, I was dealing with a company that was talking about commitment and the word commitment there were 15 people in the room and they knew what that word meant. And one of them described it to me and they're like, exactly. I don't think we get that. If you go out to dinner tonight, and you have five people around the table and say, what does the word commitment mean? You're going to get five opinions. Now, maybe if you have really close friends, it might align. Sure. And I think that's part of word choices. We choose the words that work in our head but do they work in the recipient's head the same way? And the challenge is we can't control that. Correct. Correct. Until we have the opportunity to listen to their responses and the words that they choose to use. And interestingly enough, this week I've been working a little bit with a guy who's in Peru. So English is not his native language, but his precision with words is really great because his word, his use of words is based on the dictionary definition. He he doesn't have all those years of, well, it kind of means this and this, and you can use it in this way. He's just incredibly precise, which makes it really almost starting, startling, but also incredibly clear. There's not, there's not the confusion about what he's saying. It's just like, boom. Whoa. And his English is impeccable. In a way that I've taught English, I've written, you know, hundreds of thousands of thousands of words. My English isn't nearly as precise as his. Yours is just different. Because you've been speaking it longer and have a different understanding of it. And you have have modified definitions based on your knowledge, experience and perspective. Right. It is different. That's that's a good example of not judging. Yes. Yeah, And I think that's the challenge. And especially when we talk to ourselves, 
And I almost think that the word choice is maybe. I'm trying not to talk to myself as much, just so you know, Tom. Well, this might be the this might be my true discovery of the week is the other ones were false. And by the Good way, point. that that I true disco- that. that true discovery does wouldn't that be a judgment? It would. Thank you for saying. <laughs> Just you know, if you're going to play the game, I'm going to play the game. <laughs> I I appreciate that. Again, because I'm folk trying to be very focused on on the words. Twelve that I'm... points for Tom, one point for me. If you're keeping score at home, <laughs> sort of keeping score as a judgment as well. If you're good on that. <laughs> Someone's going to just like crash their car on the side of the road like these guys. These guys. The one guy makes judgments all the time. The other guy doesn't want to make judgments. We should just call it judge or not judge, and be done. <laughs> and every day, just talk. Oh, wait, that's what we do. <laughs> Something like that. Well, I think that, you know, as I think about one of the biggest challenges that we face, I believe, are the words that we use when we talk to ourselves or about ourselves. One so of the biggest challenges, really. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting judgment. One of. Oh, so I can judge if I say one of? Uh, One of my perfect sales calls and I'm off the hook? (laughs) Thank you. One of the challenges we face (laughs) are the words we use to ourselves or about ourselves. Because I think that there is a lot of judgment that happens. And that judgment typically can get us stuck, frustrated and uncertain and not uh, and not sure about whatever our next step could be that's my one thing okay i i i'm i'm still i'm still trying to get over the one of the challenges if you say one of you can get away with saying it one of the challenges i took out the other word Okay. it's an interesting and i and and i know this is sound silly for the last which is a judgment i understand that um <laughs> and at the same time i think there is value in contemplating this because i do believe and i've seen it in myself if i start to question a decision that i've made or an action that i've taken or words that I've shared. Mm -hmm. That questioning typically leads me to spending time on evaluating, usually judging that action, which doesn't move me forward. It usually slows me down. And so I think to, to at least be aware of that, can help us find our next steps and help us get to where it is that we want to be. I like it. And Tom, I was remiss. I just remembered. Today is National Blame Someone Else Day. I like it. (laughs) I'm curious about that. That's the day we're going to celebrate and and give you the description. 
Sure, because I'm curious of why we want to celebrate not accepting responsibility for the words or actions that we take, rather passing that blame on to someone else who may or may not. Usually if we're passing the blame, talk about choosing words, that means we are taking it off of us and giving it to someone else who might not truly deserve it. I'm try. Uh, bear with me. I'm trying to get to where I need to get. I I close the page. Uh, all right. It is amazing to me that Renegade Day can't make it in the National Book of Days of Celebration. Okay, National Blame Someone Else Day uses superstition to pawn our mistakes on to other reasons is always celebrated on the first Friday, the 13th of the year. Yeah. Today's Friday the 13th. Correct. That's why the show has been so wonky. There's a judgment. <laughs> well, considering word. how to spend this Friday the 13th plan accordingly, we all run into bad, little bad luck from time to time. Occasionally a flat tire and alarm clock sets our day on another course. At other times, someone placed in our path causes a malfunction. There's a judgment. In our day, it may be someone we know, or it could be a complete stranger. Either way, casting blame comes in all forms. Go lightly on this day. If you don't want to blame someone, blame something. It's all in fun. On National Blame Someone Else Day, don't sweat your mistakes. Let someone else do that for you. And this has been a day since 1982 because a woman named Ann Moeller in Michigan had her alarm clock fail to go off, hence creating a domino effect of bad luck events all through the day. That was on a Friday the 13th, and ever since, it's been a day. That from the National Day calendar, people. So thank you for that. <laughs> I guess. I'm not sure that's a day I want to celebrate. Anyhow. All right, everyone. I think we've taken this as far as we can go for the moment. Uh, thank you for if being not too far. <laughs> and I'll make that judgment. <laughs> thank you for being a part of our show. If you have something you'd like to share that you think will have impact on others or it's just what's real for you, please feel free to put it in the comments. If you happen to be watching this on your favorite social media like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn Live. Yes. And if you happen to be listening to the podcast and have don't have a place that you can share it, please feel free to join us in our Ring of Renegades Facebook group. I almost, week, week. I almost yelled out, Tom, on your car stereo. That <laughs> <laughs> was close. <laughs> can you really listen to a, a podcast on your stereo? Well, on my car, what, what do you call your car system? I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure it's a stereo. <laughs> Anyhow, please feel free to join us in the Ring of Renegades Facebook group where we have or been you talking. you can fax us or mail us a letter by snail mail. I feel like I dated myself here. Anyhow, uh, please, please feel free to join us in our Ring of Renegades Facebook group. We've been talking about this topic all week. And there is a post up this morning where you can share your discoveries of the week that could be around word choices or about something else that you think will add value to someone else and impact what is real for them as they try to find their next step along their own unique pathway to success. So we look forward to seeing you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, or we will see you Monday morning, 
8 a.m. Eastern for our next edition of Today's Antidote. Have a great day and a great weekend, everyone. everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you. And think about the words you use this weekend. Not blame someone else. Well, you can if you want. I will. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's Antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.